I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, comedian Shan Carr, and Gay Desert Guides, Brad Fur. Welcome to the Red Zone. We are in it. And we are I Love Gay Palm Springs, John Taylor, comedian Shan Carr, Gay Desert Guide is Brad Fur. And there's a lot packed into this program today. Okay, well, yeah, we have got Kevin and Tyler from a new store in town called Fertique. We have Raul Raul Rodriguez from the center talking about Red Dress and how they're doing that, along with Craig Ramsey, who is a fitness expert. They're both going to talk about how we're doing that this year. We have Alexander Rodriguez, who's doing a dating event that we'll call Love on the Rocks, and Jimmy Bogle from the Coachella Valley Independent. And to top us all off, comedian, actor, and author, Jason Stewart's on today. Oh, today's going to be a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, Alexander, same show. It's a lot in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. First, a word from our sponsors, Tori Nissan in La Quinta. At Tori Nissan, we know you're trading in a car can be an, be an uneasy process. That's why we make it hassle-free with the quick quote trade-in values. You can get a new or used car at Tori Nissan on Highway 111 in La Quinta. Also, our podcast is brought to you by the City of Palm Springs and their financial uh, assistance for small businesses. Qualifying businesses can get a 0% $10,000 loan that will be forgiven if the business remains open for at least six months. And uh, businesses can meet uh, one of many of the criteria that are described on the uh, Palm Springs City website. And they're also offering assistance in completing the application. If you need any help, you can call the COVID-19 financial aid hotline 760-323-8273. Again, that's 760-323-8273. And again, this is the small business plan to help our small businesses impacted here in the city of Palm Springs. Our sponsors today of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Well, the big news for us today is that yesterday, John Taylor and I got poked. Yes, we got a little prick. I know, I didn't say it so that you could, because I knew (laughs) you had been delivering that line. But um, yeah, it was pretty spectacular. We uh, Early Monday morning, John Taylor called me and said, it's open, it's open, it's open. And that was thanks to the people at Vaxi.info, also the Vaxi, V-A-X-I-E, Facebook page. I got up early Monday. There was the alert. I clicked and clicked and got myself an appointment. And our good friend Charles Drabkin is volunteering with the gals that uh, put together Vaxi. And they have a new flyer. And they are encouraging people to print out this flyer and put it up in various businesses that uh, give them permission so that people have this resource so that they can get themselves an appointment to get vaccinated, vaccine.info. And I tried, it took me like nine times to, to get in. Um, but tell us how it was, John. So we go up to up uh, DHS uh, to basically the, the chambers where they have this, the, the council meetings is where okay. they had the- yeah. Yeah. So, um, and people in line were pretty, uh, pretty nice and respectful and, you know, it, it just, it took a little longer than I thought. Some people I saw um, at that same place later in the day gave up and left, but it, it took a couple of hours for us to get, uh, get in there. 
It why would they have left? Hours in line, two hours in line from my appointment time, or a little early on my appointment time, and there were a couple of people who had physical issues oh, um, that couldn't stand. There was a guy. I don't want to go into it, but he had colon cancer, and it didn't go well for him mm-hmm. as he waited there in line, and they were not able to. Even a lady who could barely make it from her car to the front door, and they just really have to be so particular about the rules. There was no you know, letting anybody with any disability towards the front of the line, even though I'm sure we would have been all happy to do it. I think it's a tricky business, but um, you have to sit there for about 15 minutes after you get poked uh, just to make sure your eyes don't roll back and you don't become a superhero (laughs) or a supervillain or some virus thing or something. But did um, you see what happened in Western Massachusetts uh, yesterday? No. Um, that, that same 15 minute period where you have to sit. Well, yeah. one of the people that got vaccinated for his second time yesterday yeah. was the, the cellist, Yo-Yo Ma. Oh my and God. He brought his cello and for 15 minutes did a concert for the people. Who oh, were waiting. so cool. So then my bratty jokes for two hours, unconsensually told to the people in line, does not compare. Yeah, well, I just think it's amazing that he got jabbed in the arm and played the cello for 15 minutes. But it's you well, just today, make the, today he would not be able to play today. He'd be like, ah, yeah, yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. There's no I mean, we both felt achy yesterday and a little sweaty or cold or whatever, but nothing to nothing that would have made me go, oh, I better go to the hospital if I had felt it for some unknowing reason. Yeah. You know, I would have gone to bed for a day and woken up just like I did, feeling fine. Took two Tylenol, and I watched three Academy Award-nominated movies because I need to get through those movies. Good for you. Um, Any uh, recommendations? You know what? I loved the trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, I want to see that. I really did, and yeah. and I watched uh, ju- yesterday, two days ago, I watched Judas and the uh, Black Messiah, mm-hmm. which I liked, and... Uh, Something else, but I, I gotta say that, and uh, uh, Cohen, uh, Baron Cohen, I didn't wanna like him. I don't like his wiener, stupid poop humor movies, typically. <laughs> um, I just don't have enough penis to like think it's okay. Um, but I loved him in this, and I know a lot of people didn't, but I really, I liked the movie a lot. I come from, I come from Abby Hoffman land. Right. And he played Abby Hoffman. I met Abby Hoffman. He was from Worcester. And um, he had a real thick Boston accent that, from what I understand from people that, that are in the know and from the area, it, it got kind of mangled. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was an over-the-top. It was definitely a noticeable on point, but yeah. it wasn't. it didn't have a knife edge to it, for sure. We are very judgy about that in the Northeast, the Boston accent. What about the Grammys? Did anybody watch the Grammys? No. No. No, but I, I watched a ton of excerpts from it. I did, and there was some good music. and uh, But no, I did not sit down and watch that. I think I was watching uh, Judas and the Black Messiah that night. And again, <laughs> I've been Zooming my movies so that I can actually share a movie with other people. And yeah. And that's fun, but I'm a bitter movie watcher. I do a lot of fast forward when there are no witnesses. <laughs> really? Walking down long, beautiful shot action. I can't help it. 
It's or if you're watching a touchingly funny feel-good rom-com, there's always that montage of them going to the park, eating cotton candy, oh, yeah. running on the beach. It's like, get to the sex scene. I think I'm so bitter that I can even fast forward through part of the sex scene if it isn't rivetingly hot. It's sad. That is a sad confession. Hey, let's move on from that sad reality. So I was walking in La Plaza the other day and came across a new shop that I'd seen on Facebook, all over Facebook. It is called Queer Teak. So I dropped in and uh, came across Kevin Cower and Tyler Wang, who are both recent Seattle transplants, new to Palm Springs this past summer, and they've just opened up Queer Teak, I think last month, if I'm not mistaken. Kevin and Tyler, welcome to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, and your little dog, too. Yes, sexy. Are you at the store? I can't quite tell from the backdrop if you're in the store or if this no, is. No, we're at home. You're at home. Got it. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the store. You've curated a, a wonderful store for the queer community, and tell us about that. Um, so, yeah, Critique is focused on mostly on independent queer artists um, and their art, their goods, apparel anything that they make. Um, And so for us, it's a chance to be able to support that community because everything we sell, they make money. And um, yeah. You got your hand right in the community, passing off the artists to the collectors. And where exactly are you? Where are you on the main drag? Uh, We're in La Plaza, so. Well, that's right. Yeah. Right in the thick of it. I think right that by Bill's pizza. They couldn't ask for a better location. All you got to do is grab a piece of pizza, walk down the street, and you're right there. I guess, though, does it say no shirt, no shoes, no food, no service, or no mask? You can no have a naked pizza. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> bring a piece for you. That's the deal. <laughs> so tell us about one or two of the people that you sell their stuff and people are falling in love with getting it. What? Give us a clue. Uh, one of our main artists, his name is Simon Malvez, and he's a Mexican immigrant artist. He lives in San Francisco. Um, he's kind of like the main, one of the main inspirations for us to open the shop. Good friend, beautiful artist, really becoming iconic, I think, in San Francisco. He's doing lots of murals, and, and we kind of felt like it was like time that he needed to be selling his art at stores and places, and um, we thought Palm Springs would be a great fit for that, and then that's kind of one of the gears that drove us towards, you know, seeing an open storefront and just deciding like maybe we should be that store and we should help out other queer artists that are on a smaller scale. And that's how we started. I really enjoy queer classic and you have some of that. Uh, you have, uh, you know, Tom of Finland poker decks and the golden girls forever book. And I love this game. You have cards against anxiety. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Who made we need that to happen? get into that game. Like right now. <laughs> deal, deal, us in. deal us in. Is it like a mental health version of Cards Against Humanity? It's kind of like cards you keep with you that help you through anxious moments. And we we do kind of have a sort of a, our self-care section is kind of based on mental health also. So we have some books that have been recommended to me by queer therapists that are good reads. And and there's the Cards Against Anxiety and that type of thing to kind of help not just body, but mind also. Well, gosh, we've just all three been vaccinated. So our, we're going to drag our asses into your store and Amen. favorite looky-loos, take some pictures and post them. And 
really excited to see it. I have another friend from Seattle who wandered in there a couple of weeks ago and came uh, to us right away and said, you have to find these two guys. So nice. Tyler, I have to ask you, um, both that you guys just moved down from Seattle. Are you having like sunshine shock? Yeah, it took a little bit uh, to get used to the heat at first. We moved here in August. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we've really been enjoying it so far. It's been a great community and everyone's been really supportive. And it's nice to see blue skies and bright colors, honestly. Right? Isn't it, you can start selling, how about some really queer parasols that are pretty fabulous to get oh, to? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I haven't seen anybody really getting creative with the parasols here. Definitely. Mm. <laughs> uh, protect yeah, this white Seattle skin, you know? Like. <laughs> get some sun, get some sun. Yeah, yeah, we, we are so proud to have you as part of the uh, I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast today Thank and you. in our business community. And we invite everybody to check it out. Q-U-E-E-R-T-I-Q-U-E.com is the way to spell that one. And of course, on GayDesertGuide.com, we've, uh, we've placed you on there as well as one of our great uh, new local businesses. Thanks so much for being with us on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast today. We look forward to uh, hearing more and seeing more. And hopefully we can have a, uh, a big uh, party in your store one of these days. That'd be great. great. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Thanks for coming, guys. Joining us this morning is Raul Rodriguez, Development Manager of the LGBTQ Center, here to give us the down low on Virtually Red Weekend. Um, it's happening this Saturday and Sunday. It's benefiting uh, the 10 amazing years of the Community Food Bank. I know that I had the opportunity to work there. We also have celebrity fitness expert Craig Ramsey, and he's leading the slant on how we're going to do this a little bit differently this year. So, Look well, at this. There he goes. And the high kick. Squat goals. Squat goals. But yes. Raul is looking red and beautiful. Wow. I am ready for. Uh, <laughs> I think your wig and your bow tie match exactly. I know. Matching reds no. is not an easy thing to do. Right. There's something freeing about wearing a wig, so just transforms you. But I am ready and so excited to share um, the details about this weekend event. Just throw on something red and help us express your red by supporting the Community Food Bank. Um, 10 amazing years of going strong, feeding our friends and neighbors throughout the Coachella Valley and beyond. So we know we all miss the Red Dress Dress Red Party, which has been happening this spring, sadly. But throw on that outrageous outfit of yours that you didn't get to wear last year and show your support. Gather your quarantine um, pod or do a solo activity, join Craig for the 5K. Um, you can swing by the food bank and safely donate and get your picture taken. Um, you can join a comedy show Saturday night and just keep the laughs going. And then we're going to close out the weekend with a virtual at over heel sense party featuring DJ Galaxy. Craig, tell us about your 5K element of it. Yeah, I'm so grateful for the center for including uh, this aspect of it to get people walking, moving, uh, a 5K broken up over two day periods. So March 20th and 21st, which is highly motivating for people. And we know uh, this from the uh, the Palm Springs Pride Run with the front runners where they did a virtual 5K as well, where there's a walk jog option over a two day period, which means people can split it up and it's really manageable. So that's motivating. 
and with the center taking the virtually red weekend to social media, um, the 5K engagement, it, it again invites the world into how wonderful and inclusive Palm Springs is. And what I've been finding really useful during these difficult times is doing takeovers both on their page and engaging with an audience on my socials. Uh, when you exercise, it really puts you in a state of being able to process your emotional, mental health and all of that. So I've been every morning doing IG lives with this community and we've been talking like lots comes out of me when I'm putting it in motion. And it's been a great opportunity for people to kind of manage and balance their health health and wellness too. Well, I don't think any of the guys from the podcast know yet, but you and I are meeting today because I lost a big chunk of weight. And during COVID, I gained back almost a third of it. Wow. And I'm traumatized and I can barely reach my shoes again. And I'm not going there. I'm not taking the ride back that's usually all the way to higher than you were before, which has been my cycle. So you and I are going to work out a little bit of fun and a little bit of work and some brain oh, oh, and some ass. A lot of fun. Let me tell you. Oh, believe me. That's where, that's what's key about this is we have to engage our bodies and enjoy doing it. This, this year has wreaked havoc on all of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not alone here. Even me, uh, I, I'm on the cover of the Fight Magazine, um, the Fight Mag this month, uh, talking about having, uh, you know, barely fit during a, a pandemic because I had to embrace my bare self. I gained about 25 pounds yeah. and I luckily know what to do. Like I gave, I grabbed five uh, gallon water jugs and I was able to maximize the benefit of the extra emotional food that I took in and, and, and such. So you and I, I'm really excited to work, but this is a great opportunity for everyone to address their health and wellness and physical needs while helping the center and the community food bank. Yeah, we're going to get started. I want to say that I was very heartbroken at not being able to wear my red dress party outfit last year. I had a very good address, shoes, everything. I was going as a hummingbird feeder. And this is just a small part of what my red dress hummingbird feed. I had rotating flowers with birds on my boobs and all kinds of craziness. So... I can't wait to take to the streets in at least part of my red dress outfit. Yeah. Shan, will that make a debut in 2022 now? Will you still wear that entire outfit? Because I don't think it, I don't think, I think it needs the full. It does need the full thing. I have premiered the hat three times now, but yes. The outfit. He had actually trained live hummingbirds. No, I didn't. To, to be a part of the costume. Great. That, that was the real showstopper. 2022. Craig and Raul, we're super excited. We're going to engage with the center's event this weekend and. Yeah. We'll report on it next weekend. I got a date with you, Craig, later today. So, yeah, you do. You so and much. everyone has a date with me doing takeovers on the center's uh, social media. Tomorrow, I'm going to offer a workout for those that can't get out because of weather conditions. I'm going to offer you an in home workout that burns that calorie that you would if a 5K walk. And then Saturday morning, Sunday morning, I'm doing takeovers on their page. Follow them on socials. Uh, I'll be warming everyone up for their walk jog. Yes. One thing I just want to thank um, Craig for such yeah. amazing work and for his energy. It's deeply felt in the community. And for those that don't know, Craig did and hosted the Palm Springs Pride Run and Walk, uh, which was highly successful. And um, the proceeds benefited the center. 
So thank you, Craig, for everything you've done and will continue to do and follow the action at the center CV, um, also at Craig Ramsey Fit. And if you'd like more information about virtually Red Weekend, just go to the centercv.org. Thank you to you, Raul, because you have been a consistent, ongoing hand and voice at the center in a time that the center has grown exponentially and you have had a hand in that. We're so, you know what, you wind up on committees outside of the center, connecting the center to other things. Yep. I'm on other boards with you where you bring what the center has out to the community and that's vital. We thank you too. Thank you. And we couldn't do it without the support of this truly amazing and vibrant community and the support of Brad, Shan, John, and everyone. And Oh, our very favorite news bear of all time is out of hibernation as we move into spring and a new issue on deadline for the Coachella Valley Independent, the publisher and editor and uh, creator and journalist, Jimmy Bogle. Yay! Yay! You make me sound far cooler than I am. Not possible. You. You're so damn cool. We love you. Tell us what's happening in the world because we're out of touch. Well, uh, everything is reopening, which is good, I hope and think. Um, yeah. you know, the, the, the Pickford Theater is reopening this week. Some of the Cinemark theaters are reopening soon. Of course, indoor dining is back at 25% capacity. Something that I'm really excited about, even though I'm not a big museum person, just because of what it represents, Palm Springs Art Museum is reopening on April 1st. Yeah. And I think that's exciting and that's awesome. And the vaccination rate keeps going up and up and up. And they just opened eligibility to people with pre-existing conditions this week. And we got um, it. We yes. have him. <laughs> yes, I think all of us here have gotten at least our first shot, which is yeah. very exciting. And, you know, that's happening. And that's it. we're really in a race because as excited as everyone is and everything is, there's also some signs out there that are kind of scary in parts of the country, like Michigan, for example, cases are starting to go up. Um, you know, the British variants running around and Europe's locking down again, and it's really going to be a race and versus getting enough vaccinations in people uh, and hoping that that rate beats the variants because, you know, it depends who you talk to. If you talk to some experts, they say that we're probably in okay shape. Other experts say we've probably got one more spike left in us. And so <laughs> when I hear and see all these reopenings, I just kind of, that's what really sucks about this pandemic is you can't even really get fully excited about stuff. It's like, yay, though, I hope this doesn't kill people, you know? Yeah, so, Italy's locked down and, you know, yep. people, have, people have said this is kind of like the eye of the hurricane where there's a little calm. And then, of course, there's that other side of the hurricane. And I think that's a great analogy. Yep. I'm hoping that isn't fully true. But, Jimmy, I think all signs are, are leading to the fact that it is going to, to, to spike, especially in Texas and Florida, who can't mm -hmm. seem to get their stuff together. I couldn't believe how many states I saw on MSNBC last night, how many states never had a mask mandate to begin with. Yep. I believe there was about maybe 10 or 12 states that never yep. had a mask mandate. And do they have higher numbers than we did, those of us who had them? As a general rule, yes. We linked to a story last week, I believe it was, that showed that the death rates in overall, not as a hard and fast rule, but in states led by Republicans was higher than states led by Democrats. Mm -hmm. You know, Florida is kind of taking a victory lap right now because they have um, 
had numbers that given as open as they've been um haven't been as bad as people would have expected the problem is this is also the state where the the head of the uh agency that was keeping track of the numbers got fired and ended up getting arrested eventually due to on on charges that may or may not have been trumped up uh, so we don't know if we can trust the numbers coming out of florida that's again the thing with this pandemic that is so annoying and frustrating is nothing is clear nothing is black or white and it's not even shades of gray it's this big muddle of confusion you know this is you know i was thinking about it earlier today you know we've only known about the existence of this virus for 15 months and when you're talking on a science level that's nothing that's absolutely nothing but you know it is exciting to see you know people out and about and you know i, I went out to dinner um last week and and you know to uh wilman frida's which i highly recommend for dinner on the weekends it's lovely and you know most of the people were wearing masks i have to say you know that not everyone but most of the people on palm canyon were wearing masks a friend of mine was on el paseo and he said much to his pleasant surprise most people were wearing masks there yeah. you know it's really just a matter of people taking precautions and and even after you get the vaccine taking precautions because the vaccines are not foolproof and you know even even after if you if you get the two dose vaccine even after two weeks with the variants and everything you can still get it um it definitely makes you a lot safer and definitely gets way way down on serious illness but you know nothing is guaranteed in this world that's well, right we've got the go ahead i was gonna say jimmy by the way there's some big news coming out of wilma and frida's um mm -hmm. levi topham who used to be over mm -hmm. at the bubbly brunch um, he and Ethelina can have a little something up their sleeves that I'm not going to see this effect as well. But uh, there's been some scuttlebutt on social media, and there's some good things coming to um, to Wilma and Frida's upstairs in the Any chance yes. they're doing Wilma and Frida, those two guys? No. <laughs> I'm like, that would make that some would funny fun. sense. No, that's the mother, but I actually, they, I, I think it was Kelly who's the owner. I think it was her yep. mother, is, or the, her mother's, or her parents' mothers, or Wilma and Frida, uh, something like that. It's a, it's a familial thing. Yeah, it's a family it's a affair. And I guess uh, Ethelina reminds them, uh, reminded her of, of them. Oh, she really does. Okay. <laughs> then. I leapt to the right, wrong conclusion. That's, that's, that's kind of weird. And of course, uh, Rolly's got their. Um, Drag Brunch, I believe this is their second weekend now going in. Uh, our friends at the Cultural Center have reopened their um, drive-in after some starts and stops due to wind and weather. And uh, they've actually, um, they're doing kind of a formula where most weeks um, they're having a new independent film on Friday. And then on Saturday, they're having a classic. Like this weekend, they've got a film called Perfumes, yeah. which is a, um, I believe it's a French film that's getting some buzz in the independent circles. And um, next weekend, actually, it's very, very sold out uh, with a few uh, chair seats exceptions. They're actually showing a local film that our, our friends, the Gans, the Gand Band, um, they helped produce um, called uh, My Name is Lopez. And it's actually about Trini Lopez, uh, yeah. legendary Palm Springs actor and singer who unfortunately got... Um, got a uh, COVID got him last year uh, but that's actually opening next weekend at the cultural center so I was wondering what might be stuff. sold out in advance very yes, very last I saw all the car tickets were taken but they still had some seats you know you can bring a chair and sit and watch the movie see so. I think that's a great business decision though right anything that truly engages the community here really works yeah it really does yeah, it really great. does that's great it's
It's also nice to see that the Mary Pickford is going to be opening up yes. and our other movie theaters are opening up at very limited capacity. They've got a way that if you book some seats, they take the seats around it and it's not an issue. And then Mary Pickford will continue to do their outdoor drive-in movies as well. Um, that restaurants, we saw that, you know, last night on the news, Lulu was being shown on the news because those banquettes are open again. Um, some, so some indoor dining there. So as spring as, as spring happens, everything is starting to open up. Jimmy, what's on the cover of the April edition of the Coachella Valley Independent, which you are editing as we speak? Well, uh, we were on a positive note there and we're kind of stumbling downhill here. Um, we did a story, um, we published it last week and we updated it slightly after the windstorms that we had earlier this week um, for the print edition. It's actually about the struggle to find um, affordable housing in the East Valley, specifically about the Oasis Mobile Home Park down in Thermal, which has actually been cited twice by the EPA. We're talking a little mobile home park in Thermal that has been cited by the federal government twice now because there are unsafe levels of arsenic in their drinking water. And that's just the start of the problems there. Um, it's a heavily Latino um, community, a lot of farm workers, um, you know, a lot of um, immigration status concerns down there. Um, and these are people that are helping put our food on our tables, but they don't have anywhere to live because there's not enough affordable housing in the East Valley. It's a big problem throughout California, but it's a huge problem in the Eastern Coachella Valley. And it's not just the Oasis Mobile Home Park. And so we talked to V. Manuel Perez and um, um, Eduardo Garcia, I'm sorry, we talked to Eduardo Garcia and um, some others that are working to get affordable housing and trying to get the legislature to give some funds to help build affordable housing in the East Valley, you know, and it's really easy, you know, we're talking about Wilma and Frida and drag brunches. It's really easy to forget that, uh, you know, 25, 30 miles from here are some of the poorest parts of California where our neighbors are absolutely struggling and living in conditions that, that are pretty much unbelievable. So that's going to be our cover story this week. Um, not probably going to be the, uh, in terms of our pickup rate on the print edition, a lot of people aren't going to be rushing out to pick that up because it looks exciting. But sometimes you have to put news on the cover that people need to know about. Yeah. Right, and if it's on the cover, people who otherwise would never leave through and even yeah. read it are going to see something about it. So we yes, appreciate absolutely. that. Also this morning, did I see that looks like uh, La Quinta is moving further towards no more short-term vacation rentals. Uh, Palm Desert, uh, you know, yes, La Quinta is moving in that direction, going in the other direction. A group in Palm Desert has actually filed suit. We're working on a story about that, <clears throat> about Palm Desert's restrictions. This is really becoming one of the bigger hot-button issues in the Coachella Valley is, um, you know, the vacation rental issue. Uh, Cathedral City, just the voters there just upheld a um, phase-out of almost all vacation rentals by, I believe it's next year. You know, yeah. Palm Springs a couple of years ago uh, reaffirmed uh, vacation rentals, but now there's some fairly prominent people starting to chatter about the fact that that's not a good thing. So it was a long is, bloody fight. It's it a was. long it bloody been. fight and it continues and it's going to be going on, you know, and that's one of the weird things about this valley. There are nine different cities, all of which have different rules. So there are going to be, you know, up to nine battlegrounds for this. So it's going to be interesting. Okay. Well, Jimmy, we're looking forward to the April edition of the Coachella Valley Independent. We always love reading on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but maybe someday on Tuesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> the, the Daily Digest. Yeah, there's breaking news, yes. Out. 
We always have that on gaydesertguide.com, so you can always link to it from our website, and uh, people can then also uh, subscribe to your newsletter when they subscribe to my newsletter. They have to subscribe to both, right? <laughs> I think you should. It's the only smart thing to do. Only thing to do if you want to be in the know in the greater Palm Springs area. Jimmy, thanks so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Take care. When you think of one of the most prolific character actors, who's also an outrageous, openly gay stand-up comedian, one name comes to mind, just one name, just one name, the fabulous, and now for some time local, Jason Stewart, welcome. Thank you. Local, I'm a local Palm Springs person. Yay. I know, for so many years you would just cha-cha out, tell a few jokes and then run home. <laughs> but now we've got you. We've got you and your mommy and all of that. Tell us. About oh, yes. Now I'm that guy that lives next door to his mother. It was how bound is, to how happen. Is your mom? Oh, she's great. I'm that guy that lives next door to his mother. You know, everybody goes, oh, there's Jason. He lives at the end of the block. He's the guy that never found anybody. <laughs> That's they, all they for so don't. That's all four of us. Don't try to get sympathy. We all have old doddering mommies and all of us are alone. So... Do the math. Yes. Yeah. It's really, no, I love my mom. She's just doing great. She's getting her little itch to go back to raw stress for less. So that's, <laughs> so now that, now that we both had our vaccine shots, she wants to go in there and get her stuff. She doesn't care. She's running in there. She needs something. She needs to buy something, you know, right. <laughs> that, that polyester mainline situation. Oh God, just right in there, you know. Well, thank God she doesn't go to the dress barn. Oh, my, is that a thing too? Oh my God! Well, in the South, I don't think. Do we have dress barns in California? Or did we? Yeah, didn't I we think there are. I always are thought there? it was for fat girls, but it's I not. Never understood <laughs> the, the concept. Of it's it. just a dress that's so ugly you should only wear it in a barn. I don't know. <laughs> she shops at Forever Seventy One. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, you're re-releasing your comedy CD, right? Tell yes, I am. I have my. It's finally getting a national rece uh, release. It's my new comedy CD. It's called "I'm the Daddy and I Have Candy," and for the gay guys, they know what that is, yeah. and I'm really excited about it. It's got this really cool album cover. You can see it on my website, jasonstewart.com. It's on Spotify and iTunes and. Uh, Amazon and everything that you can do. And I'm really excited to get it out there. When I first did it, I tried to do it by myself, but I didn't really understand the whole CD baby kind of thing. Yeah. So the guy that released my old comedy CD, Gay Comedy Without Address, said, God, I'd love to do this. And I didn't even know that the guy who ran the company is a straight guy, but he has two dads. Oh my God. Well, there you go. <laughs> and oh. I'm the daddy, so. <laughs> Well, and you do so many things. I mean, you've, you've had tons of really like big film stuff. I know you worked with uh, the Oscar nominated winning actors of Goliath, right? Oh my God. I, yeah, because you think during COVID that I wasn't gonna get a job anywhere. And I got a job guest starring on a new show called Goliath. Well, it's not new, it's been on for four years. It's on Amazon. And I'm gonna be on this series uh, in season, I guess, four. And I play Charles. I am. Dig this. I'm the head of a pharmaceutical company. I'm on the board. I'm like a real grown up. I have a suit and a tie, and I look and I talk like this. And I got so you're evil. Well, no, no. I, I really was. I'm the guy that helps. I'm sort of the better guy. I'm the yeah. help. J.K. Simmons is the guy that's sort of evil. I think on this show, he's good. a problematic guy. And then Bruce Dern uh, plays the old guy that that I'm, I'm sort of. Uh, I guess he's my mentor. And then Haley J. Osmond. How old is he? He's got to be. He's in his eighties. Okay, all right. Before, but he was quite together. And okay. he comes in and he says, he says, uh, 
Charles says this and this and this, and he says this, and he walks by me, and all I can think of, oh my God, I'm working with Bruce Stern from coming home, That's you know, amazing. in Nebraska, and all these Oscar, and then, and then of course, you know, uh, J.K. Simmons has an Oscar, and Haley Joe Osment was nominated for The Sixth Sense, and Billy Bob Thornton, who has the series, has an Oscar as a writer, and has been nominated. And I think, what am I? Oh yeah, I forgot, I was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for the Glitter Award. Uh, <laughs> hey, don't make fun of it. It's an award. Award. Oh, that's right. I didn't even win. I was nominated. Okay. But all that went through your mind while you're trying to remember your lines? Yes, it's like, it's like that. And then, oh, but I did get nominated for Best uh, uh, best Actor at the Silicon Beach, uh, and I won. I won that award, but of course there's no beach, so I didn't understand. So so what happens on the set? I mean, you're, you're working with people that are above a certain age. Obviously, they are uh, more vulnerable than the general population of actors when it comes to COVID. W how do they work that? Do you? Well, this is the process. Corners the of the soundstage. You got to be cast at least two weeks before. Then you have to come in. You have to go have your test. Then you have to come in again. Go have your test. Then you have to come in again and go to wardrobe. Then you got to have your test. Then you got to come in again and do your shoot the day that you're working and have your test. So that week I was, uh, uh, I guess I had four tests in one week. Wow. <laughs> then they give you a mask, yeah. a shield. I look like I was on Lost in, Dr. Smith on Lost in Space. <laughs> William, William, danger approaching, danger approaching. Listen to me, dear boy. You yes. really get to, you really get to do some amazing stuff. I mean, your reach and your opportunities and your successes have been broad. I know you're about to come out. You're going to do a second season of Smothered as well, right? We're writing it now. We're actually writing now. We're uh, we've been pitching it to different people to do it as a half hour long series. But now, basically, now you can see the five minute version. There's seven five minutes version on Amazon, and and we're writing the second season as the. And for those of you who have seen the show, the the boys, of course, got arrested for trying to rob a bank. So the first three episodes are in jail. Oh, cool. Uh, and I'll give you one well. little hint. Though. Go ahead. We, we were so angry with each other for what happened that we want to get divorced, of course. And then we're such terrible, self-involved, egotistical pricks that yeah. nobody wants to share a cell with us in, this, in the county jail. <laughs> so we are put into the same cell together. And basically, there's like a line down the middle. He's not allowed to go on my side. I'm not allowed to go on his side. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's insanity. It's total insanity. And, oh. and of course, my, my partner on the show is a brilliantly talented, funny Mitch Hera, who just did an episode of uh, a, a new show that's going to be on uh, Peacock, uh, NBC Peacock. He plays this sort of George Hamilton-ish character. He also let his hair go white. He did too. Ah, liberation. I told you last time you were here that I love that on Amazon, when you see the picture of your show Smothered, the Amazon banner covers the S and it looks like it just says Mothered, which <laughs> is so perfect for you. I love that. Oh my God, yes. Ma, hi, hi, did you get my text? Did you get my text? Mom, yeah, I got my text. The reason I didn't call is because I'm on the phone doing something. It doesn't matter. Did you get my text? I want to know if it's okay, if you can come down. I can't find the movie you told me. I care about you. I said, no, Mommy, it's called I Care A Lot. A lot. It was so good and horrible. Yes, so two days she's looking for that because I didn't go down. Two days she's looking for that movie. Oh my God. Well, the fact that she lives, you know, in the same complex down, you know, down the uh, parking lot a bit means that you've got never ending supplies of new material. That's right. Oh God, yes. 
God. All your friends are gay. Well, and then she has, she, she'll tell me every day, she goes, you know, I think this one is the gayest. Jeffrey's gayer. Why? Because of that coat? Yeah, he's gayer than Terry. Terry doesn't seem as gay anymore. You know, he fixes things. So she has a whole like... My mother also lists my friends by how much she likes or dislikes them. And they all know what number they are on the list. And she threatens to shift them based on their behavior to their face. Oh, God. So your mother has a shit list of your friends. No, no, she, it's not a shit it's list. The opposite. No, it's opposite. Yeah. My mom's a lot more positive. It's yeah. who is gayer? Who seems gayer? Yeah. yeah, who seems gayer? You know, and you got uh, Shan. You haven't gotten on the list yet. So because <laughs> women are not. Really I'm okay gay. with that. Women are not really gay. She, oh, Shan yeah. doesn't seem like a lesbian. She doesn't. She, she doesn't have short hair. I don't understand. Why does she want to be a lesbian if she doesn't have the short hair? She's never gonna get a good man acting like that. That's right. for sure. well. That she's passed. Okay. I love how you both do imaginary cigarettes when you're talking as your mother. Well, my mom smoked my whole childhood. Hi, how are you? My mother you? did too. And I actually too. in comedy, they call it a gesturette. Oh, is that what that's called? You yeah. know, my mother quit smoking uh, eight months ago. Really? All three. All moms of comedians. Actually, most moms of comedians also have a Jewish accent, even if there's no call for it. <laughs> it just works better. I don't know why. My mom and I went down. I, you know, I got the vaccine. So yeah. my mom and I actually, we drove all the way to uh, San Marino. That's where we got it. Wow. And I didn't know I was getting it. I was just driving her to get her. So, we, so I dropped her off in front of the hospital and go out to help out of the car. And she says, give the, my son his shot. I said, mom, that's the parking person. <laughs> <laughs> give my son his shot. And we're walking by. I said, mom, that's security. Come on, mom, please. We finally get to the table where you fill out the stuff. And, and she goes, give my son his shot. He's my caregiver. And, and I, and the woman goes, oh, you were in that movie about the, the slave owner, weren't you? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. You, she says, you look so different. She says, oh, Jose, look, look. That's it. Oh, I know. He's a comedian. Oh, yeah. We should give him the shot. He's a caretaker. And, and then before I turned, oh, yeah, where's Megan? Megan, where's Phil? Phil can do it. And before I turned around, I got the shot. And I went, give my son his shot. He needs. It's like Shirley MacLaine in terms of endearment. She's yelling, you know, in the middle of the, the place. And they said, Ma, they said, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jason, we always love having you here. Thank you so much. We're going to keep our eyes on you and all the things you got coming out. Thank you for asking. Last thing, wait. Yes. My book, Shut Up, I'm Talking. Of course. Exactly what you did is make me shut up so you could talk. That's a perfect title. <laughs> My mom actually gave me the name for this. You know, it's, it's it's sort of based on the old Lenny Bruce joke. I didn't know my name wasn't shut up until I was five years old. Uh, anyway, you guys are so great. Thank you so much for having me on. We love you. We love you. You're a bit of energy and light. Thank you so much for adding to us. Can't wait to see you in person soon. I know. Hugs. All vaccinated now. In six to eight months. Are you all vaccinated? Hugs. All of you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, then let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. We have to build antibodies. It's going to take a weeks. while. Yeah. yeah, two weeks. <clears throat> I, I'm on my, I'm two weeks uh, yesterday for me. So, Yay. yeah. All right. Very soon, sweetheart. Take care. Love you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, it's always great to have Jason Stewart on the show. And talking, speaking of movies, William Shatner and Christopher Lloyd were in Palm Springs in 2017. Shan, do you remember when they were here shooting that this film called Senior oh. Moments? No, I don't. I'm having a senior moment over it. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I don't remember much hoopla happening. I kind of remember that that uh, Shatner was in town. It was a four week shoot. It was very quick. Um, and this film was originally going to be set in Florida. But the, I think the writer, she was a writer or the director, um, thought that this was a much better film to be placed here in Palm Springs. And so they used like the windmills and the police cars and the courthouse. And I think that I like, there's so much Palm Springs that I just saw in the trailer. The buzz bus. It's basically, bus. it's, it's basically William Shatner's character uh, meets this woman played by, I think Jean Smart on the buzz yeah. bus. And they, they use that instead of public transportation because it's so quaint for anybody who hasn't been to Palm Springs. The buzz bus is one of those trolley-esque yeah. kind of uh, uh, conveyances. And it is picturesque. Yeah, we are a great backdrop compared to Florida. Oh, yeah. Florida's a swamp. I can't wait to see this movie. It looks so much like so much fun. Uh, Shatner's always a, a hoot. And Christopher Lloyd is in it, too. The two of them are tooling around Palm Springs in a beautiful convertible Porsche, uh, a classic Porsche. And that came from the uh, Indigo Auto Group, I believe. And so the, the Porsche breaks down. He has to take the buzz bus. That's where the romance blooms. And I believe our our dear friend Patrick Evans is in this. Oh, I didn't know that. We'll have, yes. to, we'll have to chat with him about that. So there the will way, be lots of people, uh, locals that you'll see in the in the, yeah. the picture. They shot a lot of locals. And by the way, Patrick Evans is in the finals. Remember that barbecue challenge thing that we oh, talked yeah. about a number of weeks ago? He's made it all the way to the finals in that. And, wow. And I think he's like top five in the country. So I'm waiting to see how his uh, Fulvio sausage affairs in the, uh, in, in the uh, competition. I have a funny Shatner. I don't usually have celebrity like knowledge or anything, but I remember probably 15 years ago, Miss Richfield was trying to pitch a cooking show of her own. It was called uh, Meals in Heels or something like that. And uh, it was a cooking show, and she had William Shatner on the pilot, and uh, he was uh, had suggested some sort of goulash or whatever, and so Miss Richfield was cooking all this goulash, and he was, you know, sometimes he's a little kooky, a little mm -hmm. bit off, mm -hmm. so whatever it was, he wasn't really being terribly helpful, and then ultimately, he took a big scoop of goulash, and he put it into his cocktail. And then he just sat there poking at his frothing goulash, cranberry vodka mystery. And I don't think they wound up using that at all, but really weird. So, uh, Well, let's get on to our segment here. This is a new segment that we are uh, putting on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. It's our good friend, Alexander Rodriguez, and this week's movie news. This is On The Rock Sassy Movie News, your weekly Hollywood dish from the gay perspective. Who got cast, who got fired, what movie's coming next, who broke up with who? You know, the important stuff. Grab the popcorn and let's get started. Well, hello, hello, hello. This is your On The Rocks Movie News brought to you by Gay Desert Guide, Out At TV, and Straw Hut Media. I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, bringing you the tops and bottoms of the Hollywood movie notes. Here is the latest Hollywood tea. Movie theaters are starting to open up again on the West Coast, so instead of everyone complaining about spending $20 to watch a movie at home, we can complain about spending $20 to buy a ticket, and $100 for popcorn, $30 for parking, and $20 for dry cleaning. Long story, don't ask. He paid. <laughs> Award nominations came out, and the leader of the pack is Robert Downey Jr. in Dr. Doolittle. Not for the Oscars, silly, but for the Razzies. What was Robert Downey Jr. thinking? 
Uh, Oscar winner Matthew McConaughey says he may run for Texas governor. What? How's he going to take time off from all those Lincoln commercials? You know, the one where he's driving a car by the beach or in the mountains, and he says philosophical things like, The bee only buzzes when the honey is in the jar. Lincoln. <laughs> that was my Matthew McConaughey impression. For free! Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says she would come back to the Marvel movie world as Pepper Potts, a.k.a. Mrs. Iron Man, but only in small cameo roles. Nothing major movie length. Uh, okay, bye, girl. What, is she too busy making vagina candles? Uh, Evil Dead 4 is a go and will feature original star Bruce Campbell, proving that, yes, you can raise things from the dead. Uh, Drew Barrymore says that she is done with making movies for the time being, saying she wants to focus on raising her kids. The talk show world has since offered to babysit for free just to have her go back to the movies and leave daytime talk shows alone. Girl. Uh, the Bee Gees biopic film is a go with director Kenneth Branagh. I didn't know we needed one, but there you go. Maybe they'll teach us how to sing hi. <laughs> stay alive, stay alive. All these free impressions for you guys for free. Uh, Martin Scorsese is teaming up with Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. It's about a string of murders in 1920s Oklahoma. Please murder me if it's as long as the Irishman. Uh, okay, monsters. New pics were released of Lady Gaga and Adam Driver in Ridley Scott's House of Gucci, the real-life story of a murder plot in the Gucci designer family. They better come up with a great duet. Like maybe call it shallower, more shallow, shallowest. You know Bradley Cooper's like, mm. Uh, Rupert Grint says that filming Harry Potter for 10 years was suffocating. Now he's done and he has all that free air in the world while waiting for unemployment. Uh, remember that movie Bird Box with Sandra Bullock where a pandemic struck the world and people were crazy if they left their house? Hmm. Well, uh, it's getting a spinoff in Spanish for some reason. Maybe in this one, Sandra Bullock will need to cover her eyes again to make it to the neighbor's quinceanera. Ay, ay, ay! Uh, Young Guns 3 is in development 30 years after the last movie. Uh, or at least that's what Emilio Estevez says, that it's in development. Uh, it'll be a go, he says, if he can get his shift covered at Subway. Bloop. That is our On The Rocks movie news. I'm Alexander Rodriguez. Check out my show, On The Rocks, where celebrities and cocktails mix every week on Outat.tv, Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV, wherever you get your podcasts and on Gay Desert Guide. Stay sexy, stay healthy, and we'll see you at the movies. Oh, that Alexander. He is a ball of energy and uh, he's having a great time. That'll be a regular feature here on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, The Movie News. Another regular feature, of course, is in your inbox when Brad Fur, your gay desert guide, sends you the This Week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter. What's uh, on deck this week? Well, of course, we uh, we were talking to Raul and Craig about the virtually red dress weekend. We had to go online, of course, um, and all of that is supporting our community food bank from the LGBT Community Center of the Desert. Um, and a reminder that uh, we did hint at that uh, head over heels virtual dance party that's featuring DJ Galaxy on Sunday. That will be, I believe, also broadcast on KG, if I'm not mistaken. Improbable is a part of that as well. 
Our fun and games department is active with lots of events this weekend, including James Baldwin from Harlem to Hollywood on Sunday. Desert X is uh, going on throughout the desert. And I've heard some great things. My friend Jeffrey Norman has been, you know, he, he photographs everything in town and he's been visiting some of the Desert X 21 um, uh, art installations. A um, couple of them, he's like, I don't quite get that, but uh, art. You know. It's art. So yeah, you're not going to get every one of them. But um, it's again, the uh, we're exploring the desert as both place and idea, acknowledging the realities of people who reside here and the political, social and cultural context that shape their stories. So that's what Desert X is through May 16th. Um, the public uh, Palm Springs Public Library has an online auction happening through this weekend to raise funds. Um, you know, they've had to lay off a lot of people. And uh, so there's some nice things that you can do to support our local library. This week's crushes, our Man Crush Monday was David White from the uh, Palm Springs Chamber of Commerce. You see uh, David around town a lot. And our Woman Crush Wednesday, Misty Rausch. And Misty is the manager at Native Foods. She's been there for years. Now, isn't that the one that Chef Tanya started Native Foods? Isn't that correct, correct Jan? Yep. And uh, Chef Tanya is now opening a second location in Palm Desert. Oh, great. Isn't she that great? Amazing food. She is. We've got to have her on one of these days. Yeah. Elevation's Mammoth Gay Ski Weekend going on this weekend at Mammoth Mountain. I know many of our ski resorts have had tons of snow this year. I think you could cross-country ski at the top of the tram probably until April now. We've had so much snow. Um, Wild Lights is making a spring return to the Living Desert Zoo and Gardens. Um, the Rancho Mirage Certified Farmer's Market, we talk about that, and they've got a new farmer's market every Friday at the atrium in Rancho Mirage. Animal Samaritans on Thursday night did their famous yappy hour virtually, and now you can do a test drive and save lives. Animal Samaritans working with Volkswagen of Palm Springs now through the end of May, and they will uh, donate $25 to Animal Samaritans for a test drive of a Volkswagen. Big news for the Palm Springs Art Museum, soon to be blocked by the uh, Forever Maryland statue. Um, April 1 is the reopening for the Palm Springs Art Museum, and uh, ours are going to be mostly on the weekends, uh, Friday through Sunday, and then on Thursday. They will be closed Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays, and of course, they will have limited capacity. We want to welcome two new partners to uh, GayDesertGuide.com, and I'm really looking forward to checking out Danya Medical and Beauty Spa in Rancho Mirage. I never had known about this. Um, they've got an outdoor saltwater mineral spa jacuzzi, a tea garden, a juice bar. They're doing some really fun events, and then you can have your, your nails done, your hair done, a facial, uh, skin tightening, all kinds of things. Again, that's all at uh, Danya Medical and Beauty Spa, a supporter of the LGBTQ community and on GayDesertGuide.com. And then another uh, new sponsor for us also is Kevin Crockett. He's a rising star in Orange County, an award-winning personal injury lawyer. He's uh, a gay man and uh, he is now going to be doing work out here in the Palm Springs area. So CrocketLawGroup.com is the website and Kevin Crockett is the senior attorney, personal 
personal injury law firm in Southern California. You can read about him and all the other partners and all the other things happening on the I Love Gay Palm Springs Gay Desert Guide weekend review here on the um, uh, the website of gaydesertguide.com and in our email newsletter as well. And finally, Giuseppe's Pizza and Pasta is the place where you can get this week's hot deal. We have, this is a brand new one for us, $25 gift card to Giuseppe's for just $15. That's 40% off at Giuseppe's Pizza and Pasta in the Smoke Tree Shopping Center. And that's a rundown of this week in I Love Gay Palm Springs. I'm really glad that you did the math on that Giuseppe's uh, 40% off because I was like, wait a minute, that's... That's how much off? That's a pretty good deal. that work. <laughs> Nobody does a Chicago pizza in all of Palm Springs. Nobody. And just Giuseppe's really does. You know, most people think deep dish is deep dish. It's not. No. It's not a and big Brad fan. knows from deep dish. How many yeah. years in Chicago? Oh, I know. Do you remember, uh, John, were you ever with us when Chris Schiebel used to uh, always drag us to the uh, to the pizzeria on, uh, the, on Belmont? And uh, he had to, every time he visited me in Chicago, he had to go to this one pizzeria that had some of the best deep dish pizza. And that's where Joe and his family are from. The Funky family is from Chicago. Ooh, say that five times fast. Um, and, uh, and they've really built a nice little business out here in Palm Springs. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you to you and everybody. We've had a really great day. There's a lot going on this weekend. And uh, thank you for watching. I love Gay Palm Springs. For info on this week's topics, go to GayDesertGuide.com and join the Oasis Insiders Club. Each week, you'll get the Gay Desert Guide this week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter with news, community events, and hot deals. I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, Shan Carr, and Brad Furr. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts.